So, hello, Lauren, and welcome to the Hustling with Houses podcast. How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for having no me. No worries, and thank you for coming on. So, let's get into it then. So, Lauren, where is it you invest, and what is the strategy you do? Uh, so, I invest in Northumberland. Um, so, uh, about 20 minutes north of Newcastle um, and I've only just started so I'm a real newbie um, and uh, it took a while for us to really kind of understand which strategy would be best for us and our lifestyle um, and also for our kind of long-term goal. Uh, so uh, we have now invested in one buy-to-let um, and we now realise that we're not going to make our millions just on Vitalet. So we've started to look into other options. So we are now looking at supported living. Yeah, well at least at least you realise quite quick. I've been in it for <laughs> I've been in it for three years and I've only just realised that I think with the, the the rates the way they've gone, it's just like it's it's hard, isn't it? And and you, you realise quite quickly that yeah, it there needs to be more cash flow, doesn't there? Absolutely. And maybe I've come in at a good time because rates have risen and everyone was kind of really enjoying the 1%. Um, but I've come in at a point where um, I'm looking at 5 6%. Yeah. So I know how much I need to make in order to kind of go into it full time. So I know that I can't just rely on buy to less. Yes. And I noticed, Lauren, even though that you've only just started investing sort of 2023, you and your partner, Noel, have been in property for years, haven't you? Yeah, so my partner is a managing quantity surveyor, so he is the best person to have on my team. <laughs> um, and he's been doing that for many years now, so I think 16 or 17 years, um, and works for a massive, massive um, construction company. Um, and I work in strategic property um, and do a lot of project management for council Um um, kind of looking at uh, supported living and extra care so we've both bring something really good to the table to for this business um, which is why we're kind of throwing ourselves into it and just going for it yeah that's very handy isn't it having the both of you who have got that, that sort of experience in property so I was going to ask what made you sort of invest was it a case of I imagine both of you were seeing the returns other people were making potentially or how was it uh, yeah, not necessarily. I don't actually know many people that are doing this. Um, so I, did, I haven't really followed anybody, but I think what's what kicked it off is we bought our last house and we did it up. So we bought it for well below market value. And um, what we didn't realise at the time is we were probably doing B without even realising it um, but we bought our property with 10% mortgage we got an, um, a mortgage where we could get an early redemption and, and get out of it really quickly we borrowed lots of money off friends family, did the property up um, and then last year we sold it at the height of the market last year or the year before 2021 we sold it at the, the, the height of the market and we made 200 grand on it and uh and, and I think that just really kind of opened our eyes to, wow, we could actually probably do this. We we can work well as a team and, and make money here. Um, coupled with that, it was the fact that we were both working ridiculously long hours, not spending a lot of time with the kids, and 
we just want we just want a better life. We don't want to be multimillionaires. We just want a better life, and we want to be able to just take our kids on holiday and spend time with them. So that's the reason why we're throwing ourselves into it. Yeah, was that the um, was that the cottage? Was it? Yes, yeah. So it was uh, it was a bit of sweet saying goodbye, mm. but. It was it was definitely the right decision. I always joke to my friends. I was in a mortgage prison. I couldn't. We just couldn't sustain it. Or if we could, it would be for another twenty five years of just paying this mortgage down um, and not having anything else to, no money else to, to kind of play with and and do stuff with. So for us, we just want it. We just want a better life. And the main reason why we moved moved to the northeast, amongst loads of other reasons, was that we could buy a cheaper property. Um, and bring our mortgage right down. So we're hoping that in the next five years that, that we will own our house outright, but we've got an actual bigger house and we can put all our money um, into properties, into rentals, into supported living. So that's the plan. Brilliant. So obviously that is that where the, the initial deposit came from then when you made that money. And obviously with it being a residential, it's 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 tax-free money as well, isn't it? Which is handy. Um, it, it, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's where the money came from. Um, so yeah, we just um, put slightly less on this place, on our new place, um, and just held some money back. What we didn't realise at the time is that I know lots of people say you can get no money down deals, etc., and use other people's money. But what I've found um, now we have an investor is actually bringing something to the table your own money and putting something into a deal they realize that you're completely serious and your money's on the line as well so um i kind of feel like that gives you a stronger edge so yeah we had forty thousand pounds that we put down but we first realized that actually that's not enough to buy a property with cash um and also when we looked into bridget loans they were quite expensive for the kind of the smaller end of the market the buy to lets that we were looking for um so we realized that we wanted to get um an investor and that came around really well and uh, just at the right time really that's absolutely brilliant so you've started literally this year and you've already got an investor on board that's that's absolutely incredible how did you how did you come about with the investor was it a case of networking is it is it i know a lot of people tends to be just telling people what they do and it could be a family friend or how did you how did you come around to it an investor so it was completely out of the blue so i um so when i first moved up to northumberland i didn't know anybody but i pushed myself out of my comfort zone i had small children at the time so i went out and went to all these mums and tots groups um i did start by going on social media and um talking about what I was trying to do and we did get one lead and we started to talk to him about um, what we were planning on doing and whether we wanted to come aboard and we'd written out the contract and everything but he wanted 13% of the profits and it was just getting to the point where we were just like giving ourselves he was not going to do anything and we were just giving ourselves away too much so that broke down and I was devastated at the time because I really wanted some I just wanted to get going and get it working yeah. 
anyway, so I heard on another Instagram post this lady saying, wherever you go, just talk to people about what you're trying to do. And because I love property so much, I, I would just go into anywhere and just start talking to people about the ups, the downs, what I'm trying to do. And I was at this mums and tots group and uh, I just was talking to this uh, this lady who we were getting on really well. Um, and a few months later, she texts me saying, my husband's really interested in investing with you. Um, can we arrange uh, to have a chat? And I just couldn't believe it. Like just from a chat in a mums and tots group, then it ends up with um, a really serious investor on board and we've now got contracts in place and he's really happy with what we're doing. So it's just a massive win-win now for both of us. That's absolutely incredible. So just Thank you. That is absolutely incredible. So just from yourself out there going to mums and out of, out of all the places they could have been as well, it was a <laughs> that's that's brilliant though it's absolutely amazing that's what you get for obviously putting yourself out there and it's it's, it's hard isn't it it's, you know to put yourself out there sometimes if you're not that type of person but obviously obviously you are and so, so, so where did you move from then Lauren did you move where did you move from so I moved from Northamptonshire and we were there for um, 12 years so we both moved into Northamptonshire for work met had children um, and then we were like, actually, we need some more support and just this situation, especially with COVID. I think everyone felt it differently, but we found it particularly hard um, not having um, a good support network around us. We were just like, no, we need to, we need a, we need to do something. Um, and we came up to Newcastle to Northumberland, and we just had such a great time with the kids. Um, there's the beach, there's the city, there's the countryside. I'm very outdoorsy, mm-hmm. so it was just a perfect fit. And obviously, house prices are slightly lower in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought maybe you moved up there for the for the house prices. But obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a better life for you as well, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. Noel's from Ashington, so he grew up here, he went to school here, so he knows the area pretty well. So that's another kind of good thing for the business because um, he knows areas we've got connections already. So that's that's a good thing. Most definitely, and I think don't get me wrong, I don't I don't know Newcastle too well, but I think it's a bit like Liverpool in in the sense of some roads can be great, and then some roads, um, well, in terms of investment. Can yeah. be not so not so good, but uh, if you've yeah. got that that knowledge, then happy days. So, so what? Yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry, yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, being on the ground. I mean, I I don't know Liverpool, but I can imagine it's very similar. Um, even in Northumberland, there's been a lot of deprivation, and they are trying to level it up. But I think it's going to take many years. Um, even in um, like Ashington, there are certain places I would never ever buy. Um, but then there's other roads that I would buy. So being on the ground up here, going to be able to see it straight away is is great. Yeah, that's it. So, brilliant. So what what what's your plans for? the future then Lauren I know you said you've obviously said the um the single lets the the returns aren't they're not bad but they're not as not as good as they could be so what is your future plans then what are you looking to invest in now uh, so we're going down. We were looking at HMOs, and that's definitely still on the cards for the future. Um, but we are now looking into supported living. Because of my background, um, I understand it quite well. I understand the direction that government wanted to go um, and um, what care providers are after. So we're looking into that option. We've just secured our second property um, about two months ago now. Um, and it's a big 
big property. So we I've got meetings with care providers next week, two of them, uh, to talk about how we can transform it into supported living. There's still loads to learn because I've been kind of on the other side of the fence yeah. um, sitting in the council. It's very different to being an investor in, in, in supported living. So just trying to absorb as much knowledge from people, to be honest, at the moment um, and just take it step by step and just uh, make sure that we've got all the relevant things, contracts, legal advice, everything in place before we take that jump. Um, but yeah, the future plan is in the next four to five years that this will be my full-time um, career. So that's that's where I'm aiming. That's amazing. And what sort of what sort of house are you going for then? Obviously, it sounds like you're going for the, which is needed, the, the bigger sort of houses for the supported living. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yes, I mean, the first one was only a two up, two down, but it gave us a really good um, start into one, understanding the process and two, finding our um, build team. I think that for me, that's been the biggest thing, moving up here to an area you don't yeah. know um, and you don't know, you don't you, you don't have people, well, you don't know a lot of people to then recommend Um it's been that's been the hardest thing so the first on my first project i had a really um terrible time with the builder towards the end mm. um and I, again it's just taught me loads but it'll just show those red flags next time i'll just be absolutely on it straight away and making sure that um that i either investigate a bit more or literally shut it down and go and move on to somebody else um because yeah i just can't afford to one monetary wise and two stressful yeah i think we've i think we've all had a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare with some some sort of trade along the way uh, mm-hmm. i i had i had a roofer once um i had a roofer and silly of me i paid it was i paid him for the materials and he literally vanished <laughs> <laughs> he literally vanished but I, what what are some of the problems that you would come across then with your with your sort of builders and trades what are some of the problems so um i think just me being me i was just too nice at the beginning obviously I had all contracts in place and we paid as and when the work was um completed so we weren't out of pocket but just trying to give people a, a shot really who are starting out and i'm not saying everybody is going to be like this it's just starting out but yeah I think I was just a bit too naive and nice and um just the finishes were just not up to standard and when I kind of challenged them him on that he then disappeared but luckily enough and this will be for every single project that we um we retain our money until the work's done apart from a deposit up front to get things moving um we had like uh, tranches of payment so um towards the end we held the last payment and i was like i'm not happy with the standard of this finish um and he just disappeared so luckily we held the money and i managed to get people in to to complete the bathroom again and other bits and pieces and we got it over the line ready for the tenant to move in but yeah i think just next time i will i'll recognize a lot of i suppose everyone will fall through it somewhere along the line but i'll reckon hopefully i'll recognize the 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 issues earlier in order to get somebody else in or or get a different builder most definitely i think every i think everyone goes through it and i think as bad as it sounds you've kind of got to go through it to learn and 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 realize Mm. what's what but so obviously it's good. It's it's good. Like even on your first property, you've got a schedule of work. So on my first property, I never. I was literally just getting 
trades in. I, I didn't know what was going in. I was, I was, oh, it was a nightmare. I was getting the plastering plaster done, and then I was getting the electrics done. It was an absolute nightmare. So, yeah. So obviously, education. Then, have you, have you, are you self-taught? Have you had some education along the way? It's you, you obviously know with with you and Noel both being a property, you, you, you clearly, you clearly know quite a lot anyway. Yeah, I think one thing for me is that I probably do need maybe to network more next year and that's definitely on my to-do list and to maybe look into more education. Um, It's just, I suppose, it's just finding the right person, I think, for me to, to, I I don't know whether I want a mentor really more that's doing what I want to be, where I want to be in the next five to ten years and following their path. But, yeah, I mean, Noel's really senior. He deals with contracts. He deals with scheduler works. He deals with managing contractors, but on a very large level. Um, And then I deal with kind of contracts with care providers and um, more on a kind of lower level but understanding the council side of things um so yeah we've kind of got it all i feel like we've had it all tied up and we understood the process but obviously there's still a lot to learn um and i'm just yeah i'm, I'm ready to learn yeah. but it's just finding that right person to help yeah well at least like you like you said before with you doing the um what you're doing you, you 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 know what the care providers are after and you can you can service that can't you because you know what the, you, you know exactly what they're after whereas yeah. to be honest i've never looked into the um that sort of route but i hear a lot of people do it and a lot of people do really well from it um but i wouldn't have the first clue to start with yeah it's um it is a bit of a minefield and obviously with government involved things can change yeah. um I mean, for me as well, understanding the strategic side of things um, and understanding the population, the growth and um, where the kind of uh, baby boomers are going to come through, extra care, what older people need, that's all going to come to a head in a few years' time. Um, And hopefully we're ahead of the game um, and we can provide services and properties and adapt certain properties ready for um when that comes along yeah most definitely yeah most definitely so where you invest then so is that did you say that's about 10 15 minutes out from that i'm not not too sure the newcastle area at all but is that yeah so we are in northumberland which is morpeth area so it's 20 25 minutes north newcastle um and Currently, because I've got small kids, I'm, we're both working. We've tried to keep it as local as possible, um, but we still we will at some point venture further afield, going into Newcastle, maybe going south of Newcastle, um, and looking at different areas. But for now, we just need to make sure that we're here. Mainly, I, w- I want to be around my kids. They're only little, so it's just finding that balance. So I'm just finding my feet at the moment, but it's working out all right at the minute. <laughs> That's it. And like you said before, if you're if you're getting out and still doing bits, um, then you need you need to be close. Don't you? you don't want to be travelling two hours down the road to do whatever you need to do. And it's it's yeah, it just it saves Matt um, time and money, and it's just it's well worth it. I, I'm I'm lucky mm. to I, I live I live um, on the Wirral, which which is oh, just yeah. over the water from Liverpool. And that's luckily where I invest just because the prices are great. It's it's a very, very similar to, from, from what I've heard and what I've looked at, it's a very, very similar market to where you are in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
prices are still relatively low compared to the rest of the the UK renter renter great, um, and it's but it's on it's on the way up, isn't it? I I did uh, I, I'm sure I read something the other day about the world. It is. It's a great it's, it's a great yeah. place to invest. There's a lot a lot of investments here, so. So it's only going to go up as the rest of the UK, but I think it's a great place to invest and and like Newcastle as well. Uh, yeah. Show to your first deal then that you you did. So are you, are you are you okay to explain some of the numbers that you did on the first deal and what sort of the refurb costs were yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brilliant. So yeah, so the first deal. Um, it's funny when you get try to find your first deal. Honestly, I was like pulling my hair out. Went to loads of viewings. Couldn't find anything that I was thought that would really stack up, and um, and then one day I saw this property in our hometown, and I said to Noel, I was like, "Will you come and have a look?" Anyway, so we went down and had a look, and obviously for me to get Noel out of work to come and have a look because I work part time is quite difficult. But on that particular day, he was free, and we came down and had a look, um, and then we didn't think anything of it. We thought it was t- ten grand overpriced. It was going to auction, um, and um, anyway, about a week in, I had a notification on my phone to say that they dropped it by ten grand. This property, so I spoke to Noel. And I was like, "Well, brilliant." I was like, "We're definitely in the race now. We can we can go for it." Anyway, so. Um, when the auction came round, I was terrified. I've never bought a house at auction before. Um, I'm I'm dealing with other people's money as well. I've never done that before. Um, and uh, Noel was upstairs. I just texted him saying, "Look, it's just gone. To, it's, I think it was about five minutes in till the end of the auction." And um, I said, "I'm just going to go for it. I've been watching it, and I just said I'm going to go for it. It's on sixty. I'm going to put sixty three down, and hopefully we 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 get it." Anyway, I put 63 down, completely thinking that I was going to be outbid straight away. And it and we got it. And I just couldn't believe it. I absolutely couldn't believe it that we'd got it. And uh, I, I just texted him. I said, we've, we've won, we've won. He's like, Lauren, we've not won everything. We've got to pay for it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What incredibly brave of you going to an auction on your first um your first deal. That's that's incredible. I know, I know. I think it's, I felt comfortable because we had the um financial loan uh, agreement in place with our investor, and the, he wasn't going to go anywhere. And obviously, we had forty grand cash. So I just I don't know. I felt more comfortable going for something smaller. It's sixty three k, um, and going it in a, a lower level because what really could go wrong? We could just buy it with I'm sure my family would bail me out and then I'd be able to sell it on so I was scared but I was comfortably scared <laughs> and that and what also is amazing is that you've had you had an investor before you actually done one of your first investment deal that's that's incredible it just shows completely I know we touched on this before the power of sort of speaking to people and letting people know what you do absolutely I tell everybody now just literally go and talk I I went to Noel's Christmas do recently and I was just talking all night about it because I love it but also I want people to think oh I actually want to invest some money oh no that girl she she knows what she's doing I'll go and speak to her and then that's what I would just want to bring more people towards me and what is also crazy as well by the sounds of things it was uh, obviously the 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 um the where you where you spoke to the lady the guy who said he wanted to invest their husband they imagine it was both for them obviously mm. but 
he he hadn't even met you. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, he hadn't even met me. No, it was just from what she had she had passed on the message. So I, honestly, I'm incredibly grateful as well. Like obviously, we both get something from it, but to to trust me and to trust Noel um, with their money, I'm, we are just unbelievably grateful. So hopefully, we can continue this partnership and, and make them a lot of money as well. That's it. It's a it's a win win at the end of the yeah. day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've got, I, I, I won the property, and then I was like, oh my god, like what, what have I got to do next? So went through all the solicitors uh, <laughs> and all through that process. It was a fifty-six day auction, um, which was great, but also the probate hadn't been sorted out yet, so it actually extended a, a lot longer than fifty-six days, which for our first property was incredible because. It just gave us that breathing space. We hadn't got a build team or anything. So we had a good, I would say, three months to get everything in place, get quotes in, do the schedule of works. Um, And then as soon as we did um, complete, we then pressed the button. And I think three days later, we had people on site stripping out. That's brilliant. So did you, had you sort of in the 56 days, that's where you were doing. You you got to work in terms of finding builders, finding trades, yeah, and got all that sorted. Yeah, yeah, just literally hit it hard trying to find people and get people lined up, ready to go. Um, the estate agents was really good. They let me have the keys when I signed them out, just so I can let trades in. Um, and yeah, just getting it all priced up, ready to go. Um, again, there's lots of lessons to be learned from doing a schedule of works. I obviously I know property, but when it comes to the construction of property probably Noel knows a lot more than me but like residential houses and what can go here what's the best for us it's all a learning curve and hopefully as I carry on through this journey I'll just keep picking bits up um but yeah so we um got builders ready to go and then we probably spent I would say about 31,000 on this property it needed completely gutting knew everything apart from boiler and roof it already had a new boiler and roof which was amazing yeah that's brilliant so how, how did the obviously how did the refurb go did it go as smoothly as you imagined or so um I think we had 28k in there to start with so we did go a bit over budget but that was because one we had what i suppose we had two bad trades one was a roofer who who messed us about and we had to get it redone the little roof at the front um not the main roof the little bay window we had to get redone um and so that probably cost us maybe 1300 pound more than what we thought um and then yeah, we thought the build was going all well, and it, to be fair, he, he did a good, good job in terms of like knocking down walls and um, plastering yeah. and stuff. But when it came to the finer details, like uh, my hand, my standards are really high. I want to be able to say that I would live in this property, and um, if it's not up to that standard, then I'm not going to be happy. So yeah, towards the end, it started to get very stressful. Yeah. So your budget said twenty eight, and it coming at thirty one. Yes. That's that's still really really good going, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, for your first. Yeah, we were for your first. Yeah, we were pretty pleased with that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose a lot of it was just down to finishes, like things you don't even expect you need to pay for. You're making sure that you've got um, your uh, uh, electricity and utilities and all that all in the cost budgeted for council tax. Even though towards the end, I actually. Um, two kind of hacks that I found out was 
claiming council tax back and also claiming stamp duty back. That was incredible, um, which another investor on Instagram actually told me about. So those were like win-wins and kind of balanced it out a little bit. Most definitely. I only come across that myself very recently that you can actually claim stamp duty back. So I've been trying to trying to claim some of that back, to be honest, but I haven't really had much joy with it as of yet. But um, Are you using a company or are you going doing it yourself? I was doing it myself, but I, I, I've seen them completely. Did you use a company, did you? I did, yes. I used a company and they gave us obviously half back, which was still better than what we, we never yeah. thought we were going to get anything back. So it was amazing. But I've actually re- found out how to do it myself. So on this one that I've just bought, I'm going to start doing it myself. So I'll see, I'll see how I get on. I'll let you know. Most definitely, and, uh, and DM as the company as well. I'll have a little nose at them and see. Because mm-hmm. like you say, if you're not expecting it, you don't mind taking half, do no. you? But obviously, if you can do it yourself, happy days. Uh-huh. Um, so then, obviously, you come to the, the, the refinance, I imagine. How, how how did that go? So I'm not there yet, and um, I actually put a post oh. on my Instagram recently um, because I, when I first came to refinance it in October, I was told by a broker that I couldn't do it until after six months, which would take me up to the end of December because I bought it in June. Um, mm-hmm. So I was, me and my partner were just, me and I were just waiting, waiting. And uh, I put this post out because I was, I was kind of like saying that I was in limbo land because I was. I was literally just waiting, waiting for this date to come so I could refinance to then pull out the money to then start the second one. Um, And somebody popped up and said, you don't have to wait. Anyway, so I looked into this further and, uh, and they've come back to me with lots of different options. And... I, if I'd known what I know now, if it was in October still, no way would I have waited. But because now I'm in December and it's kind of nearly upon us, the six-month window, I am going to wait because I don't want any high um, mortgage arrangement, arrangement fees. Um, but yeah. yeah, next time on this second one, as soon as we've finished the work, bang, I'm going to go straight in there and get it refinanced because what the mortgage re- repayment fees, you could just add them onto the mortgage anyway. So really, yeah. once you start your next one, you won't really notice. They're kind of insignificant costs, really, um, that you can just swallow up into the next project. Yeah. It's definitely broker dependent as well, isn't it? You can speak to three different brokers and it'll be sort of three different answers. Absolutely, like, yeah. So obviously then um, you paid 56, you spent about 31, you're looking, you in about in around 87, something like that. Uh, so, sorry, I spent 63, we spent about 31. So yeah, we were around just over the 100 mark um, okay. and the property is now worth 130. That's brilliant, isn't it? And it's beautiful that's, as well. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So... What what is your plan then? Is it is it take seventy five cents out, go again, yes. pay you back to your investor, happy days? Yeah, so we'll take seventy five percent out. Um, we've already spoken to our investor, and he doesn't want the money back. He just wants it to go straight into the next one. So that's happy days. Um, and yeah, we'll go on and get this one um, sorted, and then move on to the next one. I think for me at the moment, it's having that right build team, the right professionals around me, even just talking to you then about brokers and people t- giving me different um, messages finding the right broker as well for me um and the, and the business because 
I need those professionals, those people that are already doing it to advise, give me the best possible advice. And I'm just not quite there yet. But try not to put too much pressure on myself. And I just think over the next, over this next year, this is when it, um, I'm going to get things completely sorted in terms of who my team is around me. Yeah, most definitely. And um, it's, it's I'm guilty of it as well. You, you tend to put a lot of pressure on yourself and it's sometimes it's, 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 it's beneficial, but sometimes it's just completely not needed. But um, mm. yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, yeah, I think as, uh, as a mum of two young kids, once they... Once they're kind of they're both at school now, it's like my I feel like this is my time, and I probably do put much more pressure on myself because I've maybe held I've been held, not held back. That's probably the wrong word, but I've kind of been doing other things. I've been being a mum for a, a quite a few years, and now it's my time to really go for it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult game managing it all, but I absolutely love it. So hopefully that that enthusiasm comes across. <laughs> It, de- it definitely does. Yeah, it most definitely does. So, with um, with your with your build team, is there many that you'd be taking over to your next one? Do you think? Or oh yeah, yeah. My plumber and my electrician both really good. Both helped me out massively when things were not quite right on the first one. So yeah, they're definitely coming. Um, and yeah, I've got. I think also breaking it down. Previously, especially in our um, when when we did our residential development um, of our own home, we used kind of like one person, and then he brought his own people in. Um, but just having a bit more time to be able to pick the people that you want to be doing this, and making sure that yeah. they're all gelling together. Um, that's the kind of route that I want to go down and and also it breaks down the cost as well so you know where all the costs lie and where you can make savings potentially yeah most definitely mm-hmm. well I think that that's a good point to end on it's it's been absolutely great to have you on Lauren oh. um, and like you say your passion does really show through okay. um, it's been amazing to have you on so where where would be best to find you then for anyone that wants to connect or potentially invest or any of the both where's best to find you uh so best to provide me is on instagram um northern angel properties um so yeah just uh drop me a message on there but yeah so i'm hoping over the next a year or so that we'll have maybe another investor on board um, and we can offer really great returns on their money um, and I'm looking to kind of invest in more supported living and potentially maybe four more properties over the next year brilliant that sounds amazing and I'm sure I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll do it with ease oh, well, best of luck with everything, Lauren, and thank you for coming on. It'll be it'd be good to maybe catch up in, in maybe a year's time or, you know, eight months' time and see where, where you're at with things and see how you're getting on. And I'm sure you'll you'll have more investors on board and, and would achieve your goals that you want to achieve. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, no problem at all, Lauren. Thank you again and all the oh, best. Oh, thank you.